Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Oh, I don't think I mentioned it, but I'll put it in here. Hmm. Um, Orbit actually sent, uh, sent me uh, this book early because uh, I asked for it. So I got a review copy. Um, yeah, and Does no, not they... affect my opinion. No, but. it doesn't, but obviously they saw our dozens of viewers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome, everyone. This is episode 17. This is a pitch review of The Martyr by Anthony Ryan. This is a sequel, the second book in The Covenant of Steel, yes. correct? I think that was a confusion when we did a review of Hunger the Gods. I yep. think a lot of people didn't realize that that is the sequel and yes. not the first. So this is the sequel, the first being the pariah back here. Yeah, so this this is book two, book one we just reviewed last week. We both read The Pariah yep. and we gave our ratings. We thought it was all right book. It's not yeah. a, It's not a must read it's it's an interesting fantasy book that if you want to read, if you have time, go ahead. Especially if you want something a little different. Yeah. The, if if you've been reading quite a bit of the standard fantasy, like kind of linear plot lines and pretty standard heroic characters, if you want something a little different, shakes it up, read The Pariah. Exactly. So I, I think a lot of its differences is how the how the plot is structured. And I, I I would guess you would agree of how it was a very oddly structured book. Yes. And to some people, it might not be a bad thing. It's just preferences. So yeah. if, if you like some unexpected twists and cuts against the grain, as you said, just, yeah, Pariah is worth the read. It's not a bad book. Yeah. So um, I, I rated it. I rated the Pariah a 6.65 on our rating scale. And... To get right into it with the martyr, I rated it a six point seven. So does better than the prior. It's a, it's an upgrade. Yes. However, so it improves in some aspects, and I would actually argue goes down a little bit in some of our categories. Okay. So but it o- is a overall mixed bag. though. We're talking just blanket statement. This has improved. Yes, I would okay. say that. Cool. Um, overall, if you liked the pariah, I think the martyr is worth worth a read. Well, yeah, I was definitely interested to see where it goes. And after finishing The Martyr, it has set up a lot to be paid off in the next book. Is this a trilogy? So there's going to be a third? I know there's going to be a next book. I don't know what his plans are for further books. I I think it's a trilogy. Got it. It could be more. And this book gets released the day after this video is posted. Exactly. So if uh, you've already read The Pariah, 
you could pick up this book tomorrow uh, after you've seen this video. June 28th. Yes. Comes out. Awesome. And if you haven't read The Pariah, pick that one up first. All right. So for this book, what was the biggest improvement from The Pariah to The Modern? By the way, just, just to forewarn everyone, this is completely spoiler-free. Yeah. So this so, is spoiler-free for The Martyr. Mm-hmm. However, no guarantees on spoilers uh, for The Pariah. This will contain spoilers for The Pariah. Correct. I yeah. will not spoil anything in The Martyr. So, without spoiling anything, what was the biggest improvement from the first book in the series to now the martyr? I think the the biggest one on our ranking system is definitely the world building. Interesting. So, world building, significant improvement. Significant. I also quite liked the um, I liked the plot more. It's different. So, in a personal taste, I quite like the plot. Okay. Um, though that that is a mixed bag, and I'll, I'll get further into it but if you were put off from the pariahs kind of a rambling plot where it it was not there's not really an end goal that the main character is like charging toward where it's more just you're following certain situations with the character i felt like i was on skyrim playing side quests yeah the martyr after like chapter 10 is far more of a straightforward plot okay like it, there's a the clear goal is to survive. Gotcha. It, there's not a an end goal per se, but it follows a pretty linear path of, hey, there's threats on all sides and defending against that. So it's a bit more streamlined in this book. So okay. if you didn't like that about the Pariah, I would say that improved in The Martyr. And world building, how did it improve? Is there more fantasy? Is there more magic is the world more realized? Everything. Just everything increases. Every aspect of the world building vastly improved. But let's start on that then. World building, what did you rate world building out of 10? I rated world building a 6.75. 6.75, and on the previous you gave it a 5, I believe? I gave it a 5.5. 5, 5, so it increased by a whole point, so it's just overall better. Yeah, more than a point, so 1.25. Okay. 1. Awesome. So there's it barely touches upon of a type of magic system in the pariah but it's more like of arcane curses and mysticism okay the martyr goes more into specifics about how the magic functions it goes into more of like the history the historical connection there's stuff that is briefly touched upon the pariah that you more think is just religious history and uh, where it's more touch it's actually delved into more in this book as well as the world itself the world is actually given new regions and different cultures and feels a bit more distinct. And Good. there's some landscapes that are actually like, I can picture a lot better. Because we had that problem, both of us had that problem with the pariah where it was really tough to imagine like, oh, this is the Shereen Forest or this is, uh, the pit mines were pretty good. I mean, it, it, pit mines were yeah. good, but it was tough to imagine yourself in that world, which you want to do in fantasy. Mm-hmm. So for this, did that more with the locations they go to. Yeah, I, I can I can name at least a, Three to four, three to four specific places that have a very good, unique image to it. Okay. Which I, I did really enjoy that. I was able to see myself in the landscape a lot better. Good, good. Okay, so world building did that, and then plot, how much did that increase? Well, see, that's that's the thing. For me personally, it's... I traded one thing, one thing for another. I think it's slightly better. For some For someone else, it may be a large improvement. Okay. So 
in The Pariah, I really enjoyed seeing the characters' plot lines. Like, the plot was basically seeing how the character changed through each situation and how his how he thought of himself and how he actually was. And so that that deep connection between there wasn't much of a plot in Pariah, there's a character journey. The Martyr trades that. The character journey is not over, but largely largely done. <laughs> Okay. And it's far more of an actual plot. Okay. So you trade one for the other. Got Some people it. may like more. I would imagine you would probably like it more. I would like the martyr more. Yeah. Uh, specifically plot. Specific, but not characters. So you're saying that they traded off a bit of the character journey for plot just because it, is Aryan's journey less interesting in this book? Or is it just tougher to advance him from when he became in the first book from this outlaw to scribes. Well, see, that's, that's the difference is I think the character journey was more interesting where the actual plot events were not very interesting. Okay. This one, the plot events are actually a lot more interesting. There's surprising things that happen and what is he going to do? Like yeah. the plot is more interesting, but the character journey is not. He doesn't have as much room. To, there's not that huge 180 change of a character. Um, but he does grow. He does. There is some type of a journey, but I would say the martyr is a huge setup. Character wise, like, it ends off being there's going to be some character decisions and drama in the third book. Quite a bit. Uh, like, it. Is it leading on a cliffhanger? No. But no, it's that okay. it's that looming sense of. It's a for a foreboding. It's like oh, uh, the when the anvil drops, it's gonna drop hard. It's about to go down. But and most that's all character stuff. Like it's not really like specifically plot. But anyway, it made Got me it. look forward to the third book. Awesome. And, and would you say the end of the book was it a satisfying ending? Yeah, I would say it's satisfying. Cool. It's a satisfying cool. ending. It it does. With, with these books, it's kind of hard to have, like, a end. It's just another chapter in his life. There's more after. So. Any, uh, can you excite people? Is there an emotional outburst here? Like, did you get, what was your emotion toward the book? Did you feel any moments of that made you shout or any super awesome? Oh. Like, no. oh, like, I can't wait till people get to this scene. I didn't have any. I didn't have too many of those. Like, I'm cheering. I had quite... After chapter 10, I was actually able to just, like, kind of tear through the book, though. Like, I was interested. Like, oh, what's going to happen next? Uh, and then just sudden twists. I was like, oh, how how is he going to get out of that one? Cool. So it's a quick page turner once you get past 10? Yeah, it was a quick page turner after that. Um, okay. There there was some stuff that deals with the magic system in history that I was, I was down for. I was like... Oh, now I understand why this is the main character. Uh, some something for me. I, I don't know if you noticed. In the Pariah, there's this uh, the kind of the question of why is why is Arwen Scribe the main character when e- e- Evadine is clearly the more like influential in the world. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Like he's the scribe. He's kind not really of great like, Gatsby in that yeah. sense. This book explains, oh, no, no, no. There's a reason he's the main character and why his right. story is being told. 
And that was very appreciated. That's important because I wasn't convinced of that in the prior. That's that's a good point. The martyr leaves off of, ah, that there's a reason why he's important okay. to the world and the story. Got so it. that's a significant improvement overall. I don't know where exactly to put that in the rating system, whether I put that in character or plot. In in ways I could put that in world building. Sure, I mean it's all it's all it's it's all encompassing. So. Yeah. But yeah, it's for emotional impact. I actually gave it a little bit of a lower score of a six point seven five compared to the Pariah's uh, seven point two five. So a low, less emotions involved in this book. Yeah. Okay. And that's mainly because of the characters. I, I was invested in Arwen's uh, journey uh, emotionally in the first. Now that's mostly over. By the end, I was kind of getting hooked, but. I'm hooked Ooh. for the next one. You I'm, said you said in the Pariah that Arian was your favorite character. Is he still your favorite character in this book, or did some of the side characters some become? Uh, he's still my favorite. However, he's the main character. Yeah, but some of the side characters do get a bit more time to shine. Uh, so, for most of the book, Evan, uh, I'm I'm probably butchering the name. Evadine. Okay, I am saying it right. D-I-N-E, I believe. Evadine. In the first one. There's you don't get too much from her perspective. She's almost this kind of godlike figure, you know, kind of unapproachable, and you don't really know how to identify with her as a character. That's what I got from the Pariah. The Martyr, you you're still not from her POV, but ooh, some stuff's gonna go down in book three. Okay. Like you start to see some stuff unraveling with like, she has far more. You, you get to see some of her weaknesses. Some of her failings, and it's like, ooh, this is gonna. And, and so, the more she climbs, the more the the higher the greatness she becomes. Cool. The harder the fall's gonna be, and so it's enjoyable. And also, the little girl, um, Ian, is it? Ian, 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 is it? Ian. Oh. And the audio book is pronounced, I think, Ian. Yeah. I will get the. I'm gonna get the name right. I have to get it. Again, I I'm terrible pronouncing them. I Ein, so a a y i n. Okay. Ein. Um. She she's still really fun. She's really enjoyable character and um, pretty fleshed out in this book. Good, 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 good. But what did you like about uh, so when it comes to, like emotional impact of the Pariah? What kind of got you emotionally tethered to the Pariah? It loomed on Deck and Scarl and that initial I guess we're saying spoilers of the Pariah, so if you want to click off your big spoilers, where Deck and Scarl dies uh, very early on, that immediately interested me because complete subversion and okay, I I thought the story was going one direction, completely didn't go that direction. So I was really emotionally involved with the revenge aspect, which I didn't get a lot of. Because it kind of it faltered yeah. throughout the story and then kind of just sprung back up. So I was like, oh, okay. Uh, so I, I was I literally like the outlaw aspect of Aryan and I was emotionally involved in some of the fast paced sense of the book. I liked that. Now, I, like I said, wasn't in love with the book, but I liked how fast paced it was. With it didn't waste time on hmm. a particular spot and maybe to its fault where it could have spent more time and you could have been more involved with it. But it's a really quick read in that sense of like, Hey, I'm, 
you tear through it. It's not in my top 10 list, but you tear through the book because there's constantly something happening. Sure. It's, it's not like one of those, you have a lot of fantasy books that the last chapter will leave you on like a, you know, you can, you can pause and you can pick it up later. Pry yeah. was more so of a book where, oh, like, okay, now he's happening like, next. they just skipped three years and now they're <laughs> here. And now like, it, for example, at the beginning of the Pariah with, uh, with Deck and Skarl getting taken from the camp, and then the very next chapter is him on death row, uh, about to be hung. It just it doesn't even tell you the journey of getting to him. It's just like, so then I saw Deck and Skarl up there with a rope around his neck. So I liked that about the Pariah a lot. Uh, and does the Martyr keep that tone up? Is it as fast-paced as the Pariah, or does it slow things hmm. down a bit? I think it still keeps it pretty darn fast paced. So it does cut to a lot of the interesting stuff. There's not too much of a there are there are important moments where it slows down. And a lot of the a lot of the heart of the book is the relationship between Arwen and Evadine. And not always direct, but it's kind of what she does for him in the background, what he does for her and his motivation. So they slow down with those parts, but there's plenty of action, plenty of blood and gore, like it, it's brutal. Uh, so you, you got you got that brutal action, um, and it comes right one after the other. Like I was kind of yeah. surprised. We're like, like a long sequence of this this whole battle and the siege, and it goes right into another one. <laughs> like oh my god, awesome! <laughs> another like right after it. So it does keep some fast paced stuff. Well, now having read both books in the series that are out, mm-hmm. would you compare it to any other story that's currently out there, any other book series, or even TV movie? Like, what what is this similar to? Mm. Because I mentioned last episode, and I think they're, they are completely different, but I mentioned Game of Thrones yeah. just because of the pure, you know, not afraid to kill off people. Uh, it subverts your expectations quite a bit. Is, is there a- another example you think? It's a really light Game of Thrones mm-hmm. because it does have that political intrigue and backstabbing, but I would say not not really. I, I wouldn't go Game of Thrones okay. level. But And maybe it's so I'm unique there think. isn't a good comparison. I mean, in all honesty, his Anthony Ryan's first series, um, you know, A Raven Shadow yeah. is actually there's a lot of similarities to it. Oh, okay. Plot structure wise, and just kind of character work. What do you think um, about Anthony Ryan in general and I, his book series? I like him. He he's definitely as an author. If I see he has a new a new book coming out, I'll always give it a chance because yes, especially that's uh, after the Draconis Memoria series, which really good. And I still think it's his best work, but his other stuff is not very far behind. Okay, so his Draconis Memoria, is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. That series is his best, and do you think The Covenant Steel is the next best? Or does The Raven Shadow, if I have that correct, uh, which which of those series do you prefer? Right now, I mean, the problem is this is the second book that set up sets up a lot. Okay. I have a feeling the third book is going to be a great, a significant improvement, because it's going to be like a conclusion to a bunch of stuff that's set up, mm. where uh, Raven Shadow, I'm on the third book. A lot of stuff's kind of completing it, it's, so it's a, a different different spot. True, true. Um, in comparison to kind of how I would, I think I would almost compare it to, 
Legacies of Legacy of Ash. Is that by, not even uh, on this bookshelf? It's behind. It, it's it's on the other bookshelf. I have another bookshelf. <laughs> it's not over in there. frame. No, but uh, here I'll I'm just gonna grab it. All right, and this is called what again? Legacy of Ash. Legacy of Ash, and I don't think you've mentioned this one to me, so I'm interested myself in seeing what this is. And who's this by? This is by Matthew Ward. Yeah, Matthew Ward. It, okay. In terms of characters, brutality, uh, a little bit of that political intrigue to it. So, um, somewhat disjointed plot. Uh, it has some similarities. I have not finished this series. I've only read the first book. Uh. So, I, I kind of got lost in Discworld after that, so... I will get to it eventually. But not yeah. not a bad series to get lost in. Uh, it, I would say Martyr's better. Okay. It just reminded me of that one, but fair enough. Martyr is significantly better. Now, the most important question I could possibly ask you, mm-hmm. this determines whether a lot of people are going to buy the book or not. Is the cover cooler than the first book in the series? Oof. Is the Pariah, the first book... Pariah's better. Ah, oh, he it's said it. It's a better it. cover. He said it. And you could see it. I mean, it just looks... It's it's Assassin's Creed-esque, but that doesn't mean this is a bad cover. No, it's not a bad cover. In all honesty, they look good together. Like, uh, the, uh, the whole black cover and then the white, it's a good contrast. Oh, I don't think I mentioned it, but I'll put it in here. Hmm. Um, Orbit actually sent, uh, sent me uh, this book early because uh, I asked for it. So I got a review copy. Um, yeah, and does not they, affect my opinion. No, but... it doesn't. But obviously, they saw our dozens of viewers. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let's get it to these guys. That was but, really nice of them. But uh, or orbit, if you're uh, listening, thank you. Thank you for sending the book. Very, it, very much. It's cool. Yeah. But yeah, um, let's see. Uh, by side note as well, notes. while while we're doing side notes, I also want to say just bringing up the difference between these covers made me think: what if eventually we have a uh, a video just judging covers of books? <clears throat> I'd be down. And being like, here's the best covers, here's the worst covers. And this uh, is why I will never buy this, and this is why I must buy this. I think people might appreciate that. We'll, we're going to judge books by their covers. Oh, that's... Whoever whoever came up with that saying of never judge a book by its cover, completely wrong. They are so wrong. Awful. I judge everyone by the first two seconds of meeting them. And it's normally correct. Yeah. I will say, exception... You want to grab that Robin Hobb book there? Which one? This this one? Nope. One over. One over. Right here? That one. There you go. This is... Oh, is this Frodo? (laughs) This is an example of don't judge a book by its cover. Because this is one of the worst book covers ever. Like, oh my god, it is awful. That is an awful book cover. Like, miserable. It please the eyes, no. But it's a very good book. Okay. Robin Hobb is a very good author. And the only reason I have not finished the series is because I had to take an emotional break. Because she kept uh, she kept hurting my boy. And I was not in a, <laughs> I was not in a space to to experience more pain. Wow. That that was uh I was hurting. Well, we might have to have a series on this one too. A little review. Yeah. Let's put that back there. Yeah, put that in there. Yeah, so Robin Hobb, we can do another uh, recommendation. I, do you recommend the Robin Hobb books? Maybe a little side note. Do you recommend these? Yeah, I, I mean, for a certain reader. I okay. I understand there will be readers that won't enjoy it as much because it is 
well, one perspective wise, so it's first perspective, um, and it's brutal. Like it's not very hopeful, and it's a slow burn, slow, slow burn. Like gotcha. honestly, you want to talk about plot that doesn't seem like oh, I don't know where the plot's going. Uh, Assassin's Apprentice. It has okay. Honestly, you wanted the similarity that you want the similarity of the. You're just kind of following this character, and you kind of don't know where they're going. You're just following them. Mm. That's, That's Assassin's the Apprentice. Very cool. Okay. Well, we're going to judge more books by their cover coming up. Is there anything else that you wanted to mention about The Martyr? Did you miss mm-hmm. anything that you think people should know? Or do you just want to... We, we could just talk and then not record this and you know be friends again. Oh, I can't do that. That's impossible. I haven't been able to talk to you in three months. It's just been... Oh, I know. You say we only, only on the to... podcast. That's it. Save it for the <laughs> podcast. Well, actually, the important question. Do you think you'll get around to reading The Martyr? Yes, but not anytime soon. Yeah. Just because I'm on the very surface level of reading fantasy books and I have so many to read yeah. that I'm now reading Small Gods by Terry Pratchett. So... <sighs> And, makes me so happy. And that is apparently a phenomenal book. I'm already loving it. I'm like only a couple chapters in it. It's great. So I have a lot of fantasy to catch up on. I will get to it, though. It's just the pride didn't sell me so much. I don't, I don't love it. Yeah, it. The unfortunate thing is I have so much time to read that like if it's good, I'll read it. I'll, I'll keep going. Mm. Where you do not have the time to just yeah. read good, you need to read greatness, which yeah. is why I am... So looking forward to when we get around to covering the Wheel of Time. Yes. And that's going to be upcoming. I don't know when, but... It's coming. Austin here is going to read the Wheel of Time for the first time. And we're going to do a video on each book. And I'm going to reread the series again, which I'm looking forward to. And that's going to be a time. Oh, yeah. We're going to tell people how we feel about it and rate each of the books, talk and go in depth about each of the books, and then we'll have a whole 14 episode series yeah. just on Wheel of Time. And, you know, right after that, we get into all 41 books of Discworld. And then after that, oh, I don't think, I don't think there's topping Discworld as far as book content goes. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe Jim Butcher. <laughs> how many does he have? A lot. Like oh, a. a a butt ton. <laughs> I, I put a number up on the screen. I have no idea. Right here. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Okay. But if The Martyr was a movie, like an hour and a half movie, yeah, I'd watch it today, tomorrow. I'm interested yeah. enough in that, but it's just the time commitment of reading that versus everything else. Yeah. I will get to it. Not anytime soon, but hey, maybe the audience that reads it will say, what are you doing? It's crazy. It's really good. Richie was wrong. It's like a 10 out of 10. Hey, these are just the, maybe this is someone's cup of tea more. So you didn't hate the book. You liked it. It's a good, would you say it's a good recommendation? Like where on the recommendation scale do you give it? I would say if you're, one, if you haven't read The Pariah and you're looking, you kind of want a more character driven story and you want something a little out there. Yeah. Something that isn't falling like, oh, hey, the the good guy has to beat the evil villain. Like a kind of standard, straightforward plot. Some, If you want something that disjointed and don't know where it's going, I'd say pick it up and try it because I think you would enjoy it. Um, and now after reading the second book, second book doesn't like fall off the cliff. It's a continuation. So mm. I'd say read it. And I'd say at the very least for this, for us covering books, we're not always going to cover our 10 out of 10 favorites. 
We're going to cover books That's, that interest yeah. us enough. So you're going to see ratings where it's a six seven five. Uh, was it that correct? You gave us a six seven five or uh, six point seven. Six point seven. The uh, first had a six point six five. Yep. And so with our ratings, like we'll we'll cover books where we gave them a three sometimes. So I'll be honest, I don't have too many of those. The no, only ones where I get don't say it. No, save it. Save it. Oh no, I'm, oh, I'm just going to throw it gonna, in there. Don't do it. I absolutely hate Name of the Wind. Oh, hate it. Except for one aspect, and that's the prose. The prose is beautiful. Oh, there's no going back after that. Other statement. than that, I hate the book. I hate almost every single aspect of the oh, book. Man. It's terrible. We should do an episode on that. I, but that would mean I'd have to reread the book, and I don't want to reread the book. Ah, oh, come on. It's awful. It's an awful book. It, it, it was a bad time. It was not a fun I time. can't comment. I haven't read the book. I know. You don't have comment, to. It's comment fine. what you all think on that. Is and The Name of the Wind good or bad? Most importantly, tell us if you're going to read this and get into this series. I know we definitely didn't convince you. We're not sounding super ecstatic about it. <laughs> like We're like, oh, read this. It's all right. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, if you're watching this, you've read uh, The Pariah and you are concerned whether does the next book drop off. It doesn't. If you like The Pariah, read the book. Yeah. You'll enjoy it. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, great. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. All right. I guess we'll end it on that. We'll end it up there. Cool. All right. See you guys next week. Bye-bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.